Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 260 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here with the wizard Casey. (laughs) (laughs) And Brian. Hey. And Matt. Hey, hey. And Jody. And Opal. And Opal. I was getting there. You didn't didn't give me a chance, man. (laughs) All right. uh, Are you... Settled? Yeah, I'm good. Everything's all good? Yeah. All right, good, man. Uh, before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout-out to our patrons, uh, specifically our Black Belt patron, uh, Andy Thompson. You are one glorious gentleman. And if you'd like to be as awesome as him, head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Gentleman and scholar. <laughs> and I bet he's an amazing lover. Uh, and <laughs> probably wearing pants, too. Might be. <laughs> Not when he's doing that. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, or if you can do any Amazon shopping, uh, head over to blindnessstudios.com, click on the Amazon link above our homepage. Your Amazon shopping as normal. We get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. really helps us out. Super easy for you to do. It uh, doesn't really take anything other than an extra couple of clicks. All right, Carlos, man, what have you been up to? Well, uh, actually, cl- classes are slowing down right now. Like, this is, I have like a week to go before I'm done with the semester. And, uh, yeah, it's just like assignments are slowing down. Everybody, things are wrapping up. I've got a couple of final projects, but, like, they're nothing I thought, that's super complicated. Okay. I thought I thought you had, like, a very important discussion topic today. Like, that doesn't seem like things are slowing down. Hmm. What, what are you t- talking Didn't, about? You, you came down, you're like, oh, I got to do this discussion on. Oh, no, no, that's not that's not actually important. <laughs> that was just the thing I had to do for a class. Oh, okay. Carlos had to uh, weigh in on a discussion about alternative medicine. Yeah, and, like, there were people in my class that were really for it. And I'm for even though, like what? What kind of re- remind me? Just in what general, alternative medicine is like homeopathy, yeah, where okay. they uh, dilute the so you get the essence of the thing because that's not what it's just. That's what helps it's you. All not placebos. the thing itself, just placebo the effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you yeah. Chew on a the root shit really doesn't work, else. but if you believe it works, it's working for you. Yeah, pretty much it. These people in this class where you have to do these discussions, they really are. Strong opinioned people. What was the other one that it was flag code? No, that, that was somebody's. <laughs> that was somebody's reasoning for like being against uh, kneeling. There's a lot of people in that. Like it was about like kneeling for uh, football players, like to protest, and they thought it should be a law that they should not be able to do that. And like somebody brought up the brought up flag code as a reason for it, and in that case, like it was almost everybody was except me was. Uh, was in was in favor of making a law so they can't do that, but uh, in this one at least like it was like kind of a fifty fifty split, so it's a little bit better. Uh, let's see what else did I do? Uh, I beat Kingdom Hearts today. You just started that last week, uh, like a week and a half ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's um, I I it was fun. Uh, it was hard. I played it on proud mode because I have a little too much pride, I guess. <laughs> And so, like, it turns out, Carlos that, uh, mode. You get a. Uh, is, is is, you just like strut the entire time. So it's like, more difficult. You take. <laughs> you get your swagger you on. Basically, take twice as much damage. Uh, and there's a couple other things. And I also, so I was going into it. I popped that. And like one of the things you get out of proud mode is the fact that like there's like a if you play on normal, like there's like a couple extra videos you can unlock if you do like a 
do all the, a couple of these extra things. On um, proud mode, just beating the game gets you get uh, get you You're already all there. those videos. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, I had to do all the extra stuff just to survive because it was difficult. Because I also chose uh, apparently. Uh, so at the beginning of the game, you choose. There's like these three like items you choose. Uh, there's a sword, a shield, and a staff. And you it boosts one. You choose one to boost, and you choose one to drop. And that changes your level up ability. And I chose. I'm going to do magic. Why not? Yeah. That sounds like because I think I remember that was like supposed to be powerful. And I dropped shield because who needs a shield? I just need to hit stuff harder. So that's the worst, <laughs> absolute worst combination apparently you can choose. Like at the end of the game, you end up with the least amount of like equipment slots, which is like more important than anything else that I cared about. So I was. So you fucked yourself right out of the game. Yeah, but I hit level 100 today and then I beat all the bonus Is that boxes. the max level? Yeah. And then I went and finished the game. And the final boss was really easy because I had to fight everybody else. All right. And then I burnt. So, yeah, it was fun. And right. I got a Kingdom Hearts 2 to look at next now. Cool. Uh, Brian, mm. congratulations on one year. Yeah, I almost forgot about that on oh, the yeah, last show. Right. It's just, it was so unceremonious for me. It was just like another day. Like, oh, well, you know. Thanks, guys. Thanks. It's another day. Well, I mean, we're not even going to have, we're not having the party until uh uh, January twelfth, anyway. Well, you guys didn't have your official opening until uh, January, right? Uh no, it was a. Or we, was it we in basically December? grand opening was December fifteenth, so oh, okay. it was like a week later. We just we were kind of sitting around on December eighth, and we were like, "Well, we have beer. Like, how come we're not? Might open? as well have people." So, I mean, retrospect should have waited a little bit, but I mean, with the two month delay we had, it was like, now nah, we just need to get open and start making, you know, some bucks. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, been up to anything else the past couple of weeks? Uh, I'm trying to think here, and not nothing too crazy. Um, definitely, you know, it's was really cold and not sunny for uh, like two fucking weeks again. So a lot Depression. of yeah, watching a lot of movies and kind of chilling at home a bunch. Um, and then you know we're we're cranking sales really hard um, at the brewery. Uh, we're all over the place in Wisconsin now, and we're pushing our first beer into uh, Superior nice. area, and then we've been in Madison and Eau Claire and all those places, and then so we're starting to hit up uh, like Stone Lake, Minong, Hayward. Um, we're all up Highway 8 and, and across 8 and into 35, like Luck and Siren. Nothing good places, happens north so. of Highway 8. <laughs> I, dated a, I, dated, <laughs> I dated a gal we're from a north of 8. magical zone here between 8 and 10. We're, we're, we're really in the twilight zone right here. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, Yeah. Um, so I don't know, nothing too crazy. Um, so when you make runs up to uh, up to Superior, do you get some pizza then too? Or? Uh, Justin's, that's kind of Justin's route. I have kind of a boring, stinky route because I end up having to sit at the brewery a lot and I, I'm kind of the the software guru for our the brewery software that really like literally kind of runs the whole operation um and so i I handle a lot of accounts receivable so i spend a lot of time finding out if people owe us money because it's tough in wisconsin because we don't um there are only a a couple of places that do an eft an electronic fund transfer and also in wisconsin for whatever reason uh, it's net 15, so it, the, every account has 15 days to pay you, and a lot of them, uh, per, <laughs> it, net 15 means net 30 means net 45, so, you know, it's kind of like, when the hell are we going to get? <laughs> Opal, what have you been up to? <laughs> so anyway, it's kind of, you know, trying to, to, to mitigate all that and then get 
you know, make sure all the the beer that we need to sell is labeled. And I don't, there's just a lot of moving parts. And I just, I find that if I'm away from the office, there's just everything too, explodes. Yeah. There's just too many fires to put out. And I don't know. We, we hired a new sales guy anyway. So we've got two, pretty much two full time and, uh, one part time. And then one person who does like all six of the six or seven liquor stores in town in Hudson. No. So, yeah, I don't know. Nothing too crazy. Matt? Yeah. <laughs> it's been an entire week, it's man. Been a, well, it's been two weeks, actually. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's we didn't record last weeks. week. Um, yeah, you, you didn't miss much being in Florida, that's for sure. I missed some snow. You missed some snow. Yeah, that was fun. Missed some snow. Went to a concert with... No, that was the week before you left, actually. Yeah, that snow was shit that week, too. Yeah. Uh, uh. Finally watched Buster Scruggs last night. Dude. Buster Scruggs is fantastic. Savage. I love I that deal? shit. I, I thought it was all right. Their first time, right? Yeah, huh? me too. I watched it. It, it was I, a Coen Brothers film. Uh-huh. Right. I don't know. Yeah, but it was yeah. a collection of really short good, Coen though. Brothers films. <laughs> I, I, I'm it watching it. I'm like, all right, they're going to ruin it again with this. Oh, shit. They made it sad and depressing again. All right. Yep. There you go. It's another Coen Brothers thing. I don't know. I thought There's way to be right. nonplussed, Matt. Like, I thought it was all right. I don't know. It was, it's, it, it was what it was. It was Coen Brothers. There you I go. W- I wanted the last one to keep going. Yeah. I, the, the last one yeah, was really good. The yeah. last one and the Tom Waits one were the two I liked the most. And the last one, yeah, I was like, all right, that's it. I don't know, man. I liked Pan Shot. Yeah, and that was enjoyable, Pan too. Shot. But then, yeah, the, the Liam Neeson one, I'm like, did we have to make it that fucking depressing of a story? That one. So I kept waiting for that one to take a turn. Yeah. And it, like a good turn? Well, not no. just like like I I was I was waiting for something like I man, like I liked that one because of how bleak it was. Yeah. Like uh, it was I was just like, "Oh no, like cuz I, I I kept thinking like this guy has to care something for this thing, but no, he's is literally worth the same amount as a chicken." Yep. Yeah, that was pretty, as soon as he bought the chicken, I'm like, "Oh shit. No, that's going to be depressing." And then or he's like starts looking at the bridge, he's like, "Oh, here it comes." And then why couldn't they just yeah, make it? You know a, he dropped him off there. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, if you read the words on the side of the book yeah. there, it even talks about, yeah. yeah. But uh, and then also, why couldn't you just end on a good love story note? Like, why did why did the Indian one have to happen like that with the girl? I thought that, that like, surprised me. That that, that surprised one that one came me. out of the left field. Yeah. I, I was like, a sh- the, uh, as soon as she went off, I'm like, shit, the Indians are gonna. Yep, that's what's gonna happen. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh good, we're gonna change it up. Oh fuck, all right. There but you go. like, but like, and earlier she had been talking about how indecisive she always is. Yeah, I don't know. Cause that that was scene was so badass when he came and like hit him in the face and boom it's like oh my god fuck yeah they're gonna go and make love and have great time nope it's over it's like fucking Coen Brothers fucking no I mean if depressing. like if you're Mr. if you were Pocket. Mr. Pocket. Yeah. Mr. Pocket Mr. Pocket Tom Waits Pocket. was the only one I yeah, absolutely loved that today. one had a happy ending that yeah. one was just perfect yeah. That one was fantastic. I think, yeah, I think that's the only one with a happy ending in the... <laughs> right. I, it went clean through. Didn't so, so the last one, right? yeah. Just the guts. La- just guts. So, so the final one, those guys are all dead, right? That's what and I the, was wondering. And the, and, the, and, the, and the two guys are reapers. That, like I actual believe, reapers. Believe, yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. they are. Yeah. When they said that, and then they were talking about and then, body no, and then and, and, and then the like, body on the top mm-hmm. went to heaven. Ooh. Is that why they brought him up there? Yeah. 
Okay, and that's and, nice. And I didn't think of it the, that the guy, way. The guy driving a stagecoach, he's like he's Karen, he's, Karen, he's like the river. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's Karen. Karen. Yep. Isn't, he's isn't he's like the Karen? yeah the boatman. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, well, as soon as they like peek their head out the the door, I was like, wow, this looks very visually like purgatory type. Yeah, yeah. it looked like uh, what was it? Uh, and then when they Lord said reapers, the I was like, ooh. And yeah. then they brought it into we are we're bounty hunters. I was like, oh, is it not that? No, they they're cutting bounties on souls. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah. No, and. Like it would like the the singing and stuff was just hauntingly beautiful. Yep. It was fa- like that one was. And really they were well the done. two that sang or whatever. Too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I know. And then uh, I loved listening to the trapper just speak. He was his just. You know, his his just like. <laughs> There's two <laughs> people are ferrets. <laughs> people are ferrets. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the, they they did redeem themselves with the uh, last story there. But overall, no. I I thought like, I don't know. And the first one. Was one of the best, just because of how it took the whole like singing cowboy thing and flipped it on its head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was saying like he, they, bust the what he that was Buster Scruggs, right? Yeah, yeah. an yeah. actual the first guy. He it looked like. Do you remember that Primus video from <laughs> no, Winona's Big Brown Beaver where they were in those <laughs> cowboy suits and they looked all glossy, like like Howdy Doody style? I don't know. Like, look that one up. Yeah, I just I really like the James Franco one. That was just fun. <laughs> Nobody. Every time I say that, no one's everyone's like, I don't remember that video. I know the song. I definitely know the song. Yeah. I don't even know the song if that makes you feel any yeah, better. It's all right. Although the James Franco one's already become like a big uh, meme online. Pan shot. No, it's actually the uh your first time, huh? Oh. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, there was some good parts to it, but overall it was just like, yeah, it's just another Cohen Brothers thing. I I, so I, I I liked that they didn't try to drag any of them out into a full film. Right. Yeah. Um well, like it, it seems like these were just stories that they had kicking around and they're like, this is just a good way to get these out. Yeah, just like a bunch of how many stories was the total? I think five. Was it five? It was five or was six, five. something like that. Yeah. Why why are the, the Indians piss. always the bad guys in Westerns? Because that's what it was. Because the that's the <laughs> Even genre. though we're the bad guys, too. Yeah. It's the genre. I mean... I mean, if it would have been the, the Native Americans' place and then us coming in, it would have just been vice versa. So. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. So it's... Well, r- really, they're the, they're, they're the quote-unquote bad guys because we won. That's how that works, I think. Yeah. But, all right. Uh, Jody, what have you been up to, man? Working. <laughs> that's it. Just working? All right. All right. Uh, let's see. I went to Florida for a week. That was That was a time. Went to Daytona Beach. Uh, went to an arcade museum there. That the Daytona cool. Arcade Museum. Oh, cool. It was bad. So it was 20 bucks all day free play. Oh. And it was, yeah, we spent six hours there easy. What were some fun ones you played? Uh, I played a shit ton of Joust. So you pooped. They, you had, get, they had an original Joust cabinet. Oh, did they have, uh, the guy kept they, going around trying to fix everything throughout the day. Yeah. Too. Yep. <laughs> Casey, they had one of those at Dairy Queen. Joust, where you're on those. Yeah, you're you're on, you're on the. You you hear the, the flat. You hear the flapping of the wings every time you press. Yeah, it. press so that was yeah, the yeah. Dairy Queen in town here. Yeah, Dairy Queen in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I played a lot of jazz. Played a lot of pinball. Uh, they had some like really old school pinball mm-hmm. uh, that Pete hated. Do they I, think, have, uh, I think the newer I, pinballs are much funner to play than. Yeah. The Once old, I got used to that ones. Pantera one or Panthera or whatever it was at uh, the Vagabond downtown yep. here, I liked that one the most. Actually, Jurassic the ball Park. went a little bit slower and the playing field was bigger. But once you got used to it, you, it was a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, so we played that, played a lot of Pac-Man. Did they have Sinistar? Um, they did have a Sinistar cabinet. Did you get a chance to play that one? I did one? not play oh. Sinistar. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Sinistar. I just like how, like, because it has a uh, like a crowd mode where they will shout out. It's the first uh, arcade cabinet to have like a, a tracked mode where it, like, it starts taunting you as you walk by. Um, played some uh, DDR. Um, 
RKDDR is fun as hell. You shut your mouth, Matt. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> what is DDR? Uh, Dance, Dance Dance Revolution. Revolution. Uh, played some foosball. Um, I mean, a lot of Donkey Kong. I like the of- snap of you making whale sounds on the bench in the hotel room. Oh. <laughs> I didn't hear the audio at first, so I thought it was Pete just woke up to you passed out like that. Nope. But, uh, I, was, I don't know. I was laying down and just making noises. <laughs> I had a couple of beers. and. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it was like it was it was a really good time. Uh, oh, I have decided that we need, need to just get rid of. God damn it, your shirt really fucks with somebody, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Matt is wearing. I mean, if you. Oh, had, that's what I did. I went to Tom York and I was in the fourth row, and that was an amazing. Fucking yeah, show. if you have three D glasses, yeah, you do could you have any three D glasses around this. here? I've, I've, I want to look at it. I'm not sure that Matt is wearing a little better. Yeah, but uh, no. So uh, <laughs> I, I've decided that. Restaurants like Hooters and stuff just need to go away. Yeah, Applebee's, Hooters, TGI Fridays. I, I, like, I've never been to Hooters. No, but never. so like Applebee's and Fridays and stuff like that, those are better than the the tit and ass restaurants. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Like it, the food is shit. It used and to be really, really good. No, actually. it didn't. You yes, were just young. No, I remember the, the chicken wings. Hooters used, to be, used good. to be have really good food. I've heard. Anyway, that a so lot. the yeah. the the food the food is shit and. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Do I look at the boobs or not? Yeah, like yeah, you're supposed yeah, to, but yeah. it's just the you yeah. know the hashtag Me Too and stuff yeah, right? these days. Like, <laughs> well, that, and there's a strip club down the road. Like it's like it done at Hooters. You're supposed to go club. look at the boobs there. <laughs> like I mean, and it's just so there was there was one like right next there was uh, I, I can't remember what, it was it was called Wings, which is like an ass bar. So like all the uh, all all the waitresses are wearing. <laughs> What's like, the one in uh, the South Park games called? Um, uh, oh, it's one of the funniest names ever. I can't remember. Um, and it's but the little kids working there. But the, anyway, yeah. So like and raisins. That's what it is. Okay. It's raisins. But there was uh, like it, it was the closest place that uh, that allowed Bob to smoke out on the on the patio with his cigars. And so they constantly went there. And I'm like, this like the food's not good. And this is like, oh, you're talking about Hooters. It was it was it's it's a Hooters like restaurant. Cigars oh, should be illegal. Except they 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 focus on asses instead of tits. Cigars well, should not. So cigars are delicious. Donkeys. Cigars are terrible. Every time called? I'm walking down it's called Main wings, Street, it's called wings. Second Street in Hudson, and Dude, I've got to walk by the cigar shop. When you walk by the cigar shop, it they're is blow, they're blowing the smoke outside. Yeah, they're blowing it outside. Cigars and, are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I just never yeah, have been. I, don't, yeah. I mean, I'm a definitely a marijuana enthusiast, and there I really go. do not like I mean, blunts. It's just like, I could just yeah. inhale Mill- a cigar. Millennials, like. millennials ruined smoking marijuana for us old guys. Because <laughs> they're, they're wrapping it in tobacco. It's that like, is the what? first time I heard we were killing the marijuana <laughs> <Yeah>. industry. <laughs> Damn millennials killing marijuana. God damn it. I got here and I I said to Casey, I was like, I forgot my weed and I forgot a hair tie. Like, what the fuck is going on? What's wrong with me today? Blame millennials. But yeah, no, so I'm I'm a firm believer that we should get rid of that, uh, those places. Uh, Also, I was trying to... uh, We're not not just going to touch that one. Uh, And then uh, I was like, oh, hey, Pete, let's go find a taco place. Because we're like, oh, we're in Florida. We should be able to find some fucking tacos. Not in Daytona Beach, goddammit. Hmm. Not within walking distance, at least. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like, yeah isn't we, Daytona like the first Hooters, actually? 
somewhere around I don't there? know. Maybe. <laughs> Speaking of. Matt's a Hooters historian here. It's, what, it's, so what was the name of the ass place then? Wings. Wings? Wings? Yeah. It wasn't like Assies? No. Or, it was just Wings. Assies? Butter, Butterman's? No. Oh, I went to a... Uh, um, Breasts? Oh God, what? <laughs> we what? like butts. Uh, Breasties? <laughs> Chesty McGee. Chesty LaRue? <laughs> Hams. It's called Hams. <laughs> Hootie McBoom. <laughs> Trying to roll with the name of the restaurant that we Breasty and the Boomfish? Breasty Sinclair. <laughs> Those are all from The Simpsons. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so we, we went to we went to a uh, the Daytona Tap Room, which had a bunch of stuff from uh, Man vs. Food. Mm. He had oh. done a bunch of stuff. Uh, that was... Adam Richman, right? It was just, like, heart-stoppingly good. Uh, then uh, we spent a lot of time at Sloppy Joe's. They make... A, this beverage called uh, Sloppy Joe it's a Strip Club. No, no, no. <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> they, 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 they make this beverage. Called, uh, it's, it's a rum. It's like a rum punch. They call it the seven day uh, vacation. Mm. But on special, they had a ten day vacation, which was the seven day with another uh, rum and then a one fifty one floater. Ooh! Had a couple of those. Couldn't walk. I Blam. believe it. So is there seven kinds of rum in there then? Or there is, oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus you just take, <laughs> take, take your pants off. Pretty much. Well, did a little dance. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, went and fought the waves for a while in the ocean. Ooh, um, fun. Get out of here, waves! <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was fun. And then Orlando was Orlando. It was cold as shit. Uh, it was in the 40s. Oh, wow. really? Florida lame? doesn't yeah. seem right if it's cold. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It was too warm. Uh, so it was 40 for most of the day. We hit 51 at one point on Wednesday. That was pretty exciting. I suppose and, people were wearing like full on jackets. And, yeah. But you were still wearing like winter jackets. I, I just had a sweatshirt you and jeans on. Like. Wearing a hoodie. Like, <laughs> but you saw a lot of people in coats. <laughs> From I'm Wisconsin. Assuming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was fine. You know, I learned some stuff. At the developers conference, like you're supposed to do, I guess. That's good. Um, so they'll keep sending me. It's better than learning nothing. Well, if I learn nothing, I don't get to go. Yeah. So I've always learned something. Did Pete learn anything? Pete left before the learning began. That son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's not here today because he, his excuse was that he's putting... He's, he's decorating a Christmas trimming tree. Trimming the old Christmas tree. I'm like, you have another 20 some odd days yeah. to decorate that shit. You're he, fine. He had to pick, you know, Sunday at 6 p.m. <laughs> to decorate the Christmas tree. Yeah, all day yesterday. I think I'll pick uh, today. Yeah. I think I'll pick the most inconvenient I'll time pee. for everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you just have to throw some tinsel on the tree. Problem solved. You're done. Some tits on the tree. One area, just tinsel right there. It's a Hooters tree. <laughs> you just, Matt found just it. Carlos to the crap God, out of God, that word. Got a couple uh, tassels. <laughs> throw some tits on the tree and you're fine. Uh, show us your tit tree. All right, Carlos. We're gonna we're gonna start with you last this time. Break it up a little bit. Well, it's probably good because I don't have the beer in front of me yet. All right, so I don't have a glass yet, so I'll just take what's left over, I guess. All right. Yeah. So we're uh, we're passing around some of this year's KBS, the Kentucky Breakfast Stout from Founders. Mm, yeah, girl. Um, this year's comes in at twelve point three percent. Very thick. Um, what we've got here is an imperial stout brewed Perfect. with a mass amount of coffee and chocolates, oh, yeah. then cave-aged in oak bourbon barrels for an entire year to make sure wonderful or wonderful wonderful bourbon overtones come through in the finish. Make your taste buds squeal with delight. Is that a thing taste buds do squeal? Uh, no. I don't think they're supposed to squeal. 
Well, I mean, he'll do it. Wow. But oh that might just be the chest burster coming out. I don't know. Oh, oh, yes. yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> Face sucker. All right. So, Brian, we're going to start with you today. <laughs> yes. So, why don't, you, why don't you talk about some KBS? Dude, this beer is really fucking good, and it's always really good. How, like, as a barrel-aged product, I don't understand how they get such consistency. You take all of the barrels... And you blend them together. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like they do for uh, this whiskey. This is from Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally, that's what it. that's what we're going to do. That's, oh, yeah? that's what I was talking about, Casey, about blending day. Oh, nice. Yeah, before we uh, get all crazy and start jamming um, bourbon barrel-aged beer into cans, which we're going to sell, you know, so we're going to sell at one 12-ounce can at a time, uh, probably just out of the tap room. But well, you got to take... You know all of those barrels, and you've got to pull samples from each of them and say, "All right, well, we've got ten barrels here. Well, what's the best combination?" So you taste taste each barrel individually, and you know, and then you try to figure out how to blend it. So that's that's how they get a, a consistency across the board with this beer. Nice. It's tough because there's a lot of movement with this too. So you gotta you gotta try to put the beer into the barrels with as little oxygen pickup as possible. You gotta try and take it out and get it. It's just a lot of moving parts, you know, and it, it, um, if you're not, you know, if you don't have professional equipment, if you're not doing it carefully, you're, you're going to find oxidation. Well, and it's so, well, not only oxidation, but anytime you're dealing with wood, you have the potential for infection too. Well, I mean, this is just so boozy inside of there. Well, it's, yeah, but that's, but that's what happened to, uh, Goose Island mm-hmm. a couple of years ago yeah. is they had a massive infection batch. Yeah, and the bottles went out, too. The bottles went out, and they were exploding. We actually had one of the gusher bottles on the show. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. We we drank it. It tasted like cherries, and it wasn't supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Goddamned. Yeah. Matt? Uh, It's quite delicious. Uh, It it reminds me of what we had last year. It's uh, pretty dang good. Or what's Liney's? I don't know. Talking to the microphone. Leinenkugel's, what is their Russian Imperial Stout? That's part uh, of their Big Eddie's. Big, yeah, Big Eddie's. Eddie's. The big yeah. series. Oh, okay. Reminds okay. me of Big yes. Eddie a lot. Forgot that they made that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 good. I like it a lot. That coffee and chocolate it mixes quite well. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely vanilla character. The, the chocolate is coming through really strong. For the, me. the aftertaste is like when you just bit on a espresso bean. Like it just kind of like. It's, yeah. And it's not super hot this year. It's Usually, not. like when it's this fresh. It's pretty hot. Yeah. Getting a lot of vanilla character, and that's a byproduct of a, a charred oak barrel. What's the ABV usually on this? It doesn't uh, say on the bottle. This this year's is twelve point three, okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't <coughs> tell. Like I'd, I'd say probably eight somewhere in there, but no, yeah. I don't think it's as boozy as in the past. So, so. that's a sneaky, mm-hmm. sneaky bomber on you. What 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 do you think is the alcohol? It's twelve. 12? I thought it was. Oh. I thought tasting would be like an eight yeah. somewhere in there. Jody, do you have anything you want to add about the beer? Love it. Delicious. Like I said, chocolate. A lot of chocolate. A lot of chocolate. Yeah, there's uh, not a lot of, like, there's not as the heat uh, I was expecting that I normally would get, like, at this point. It's actually uh, really good. I really uh, like this one. I'm getting, yeah, this year I'm getting more, like, usually I get, like, a lot of coffee. I'm not getting a ton of coffee this year. It's more like that chocolate and vanilla. It's that aftertaste Um, on the tongue that the coffee has. Yeah. Just yeah, like, like that little like tannic dryness on the back end. Tannic. Wow, big uh, words. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this year's is really good. I it's can't good. wait to see yeah. where it's going to be in a year. I like it. 
And also, I think you can still find last year's on shelves. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right, Brian, give me a number. Man, I don't know. I'm I'm I usually rate, even though you're like, oh, you don't have to rate, blah. But I, I have a little bit of a gripe with this kind of beer. Oh. I just feel like people knee jerk and they they're like, oh, this is a ten. It's a ten. And I, I don't I don't think this is a ten at all. And there's a little bit of a mineral quality that I'm sniffing on the nose, um, that I can't quite place. But I, but I mean, otherwise, it's it's a really fucking good beer. I mean, but this isn't one that I'm going to drink a ton of, and so I mean, I'm going to rate it a certain way. But you know, the way I'm going to rate it is. Is I, I I think what I try to do when we rate beers on this. No, yeah. That what, do you, what do you need? I was just trying oh. to back and forth. We tried that when a couple I, weeks ago. Yeah. When I rate beers on this show, I guess my rating system is: can I can I drink a few of them? Um, you go with the sessionable. Yeah, kinda. And this is not really a sessionable beer. I mean, oh, I God, think this no. beer is really good, but can I, you define sessionable for me? You can drink a lot of them. Okay. It's like a old mill light. Yeah, so or, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to knee jerk and rate this a 10. I do Something think it's a really fucking 5%. good beer. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's 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 at where it needs to be oh, for the is, style. I'm going to go with an 8. Uh, All right, 8. Matt? Uh, I was just trying Casey's Dark, what is that one called? Dark Infusion from Summit. Yeah, we had that, was it two weeks, three weeks ago? Uh, last show, so two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and I was just remembering. I I like that one a lot more, actually. Just uh, thinking of kind of style wise, but I'd still give this a seven and a half easily. I think I gave that one an eight and a half last week. I don't know. I think I, yeah. but that's just me. Yep. All right, Jody. Yeah, I was. You're gonna use the word sessionable, and for me, something sessionable is like odd side that I really love and I can drink a lot of. But this is really good. I would give it maybe seven or eight. I don't think you'd be able to drive very well after. A no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, and everyone has their kind of own. Like, you yeah. don't have to rate it yeah. on session ability if you don't want to. No, no, no. Yeah. But no, but that that's a good way because you guys are rating like, well, what do we rate it on? You know, really, yeah. because it's delicious. But I'm not going to sit down and drink four. I, or probably even two of them. You I, know, I don't know if I would is, sit down and drink really an good. entire bottle. Yeah, yeah. right. This yeah. is good that we just split. Yeah, it no. Yeah. Like, yeah. Split, splitting a twelve ounce bottle amongst five people is probably a right way to do it. Yeah, that's why it's a little mind-boggling to me still that you get this type of beer, like you're going to go to the Central Waters thing and it's like, you're going to get a 22-ounce bottle of this? Like, you're going to need like six people to drink a bottle of it, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think you've sat down to drink a whole bottle of that, haven't you? I, I have. And that is why <laughs> I'm, our, my, our brewery, we're going to put the, our Russian Imperial stout barrel-aged shit into 12-ounce cans. It's a, I mean, it's a good... Mm-hmm. Big, a good big Eddie, Big Eddie at Emma's. I would, then they come in that little snifter glass. Mm-hmm. I would have sometimes three or four of those a night. That, that was a good. Bit, really big yeah. release at Emma's. It hasn't yeah. been since I've worked there. Yeah. The Big Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then you get that one random person. It's like, hey, do you guys still do that Big Eddie release stuff? I'm like, I don't even know what that is actually. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know the last time I've had a Big Eddie beer. <laughs> well, they had what a few of them. There was an IPA. There was a, a barley wine, and there was a Riz. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the same with uh, what's the um, Bell's Hop Slam or whatever. Oh, used yeah, to Hype be Slam? The biggest yeah. release ever. You'd sell... No, yeah, it's just like... There's, uh, so, there's so many things out there now that... And just, I'm so... I, like, I have a I have a beef with that beer because that beer's shit. Yeah. Like, 
It's now a, that we've had so many other different like so many IPAs, different IPAs oh and, God, double, yeah. and that one's a triple. Yeah, and like it's it's just a sickly sweet mess. Yeah, nobody likes sickly sweet. No. <laughs> All right, Carlos, give me a number. So I finally realized what this tastes like. What this tastes like? Here a Jamocha shake from Arby's. <laughs> In <what>? beer form. <laughs> it's uh, there. It's there. Basically, like their uh, coffee. It's kind of a combination of coffee and chocolate shake that they have. It's hey, left big- field. Take Carlos <laughs> back. A lot of chocolate, <laughs> Carlos. This is exactly what it tastes like. And so I was gonna give this an eight point five, and like I still like it, but like if it tastes like a shake from Arby's, I gotta take a couple. <laughs> I'm going to drop to an eight because I don't want it to taste like a shake from Arby's. But now I want a roast beef sandwich. Yeah, why, say, why, do you want, why do you want a shake from Arby's when you have all those delicious meats? I didn't meats? even know there was a Jamocha shake there. I didn't either. <laughs> now, if you would have received an Arby's sandwich with this beer, how would that affect your rating? Carl? Arby's sandwiches aren't that great. So. <laughs> right. Just going to put that fair, out there. But enough. they have curly fries. And they brought back the Italian sub. Roast beefs. I could eat those all day long. Well, we're going to Arby's after yeah. the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I am going to give this beer a a seven. It's a fantastic example of the style. And if you had asked me back in 2012 to rate this beer, I would have given it a 10 immediately. But we have had so many barrel-aged imperial stout since then. Yes. And this is a very solid, consistent example of a barrel-aged imperial stout. If somebody said, hey... What? Is, what, is it a Russian imperial stout? I mean... That, it's it's that, an American. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's American specialty stout. Um, but it's... If... Like, if somebody said, hey, what is, what is like, the one example of a barrel-aged imperial stout that I can get easily... And that'll be really good. I would send him to this beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, like it, and that's what it is. Uh, there's. I'm curious why you wouldn't give it an eight, though. Honestly, I, because of you know, I don't know. Because seven. Like, Are you with me? Like the knee jerk thing, you don't just automatically rate. I I like well. So I've, I've been taken in what everybody's been saying. Yeah. you guys have all made some really good points. <laughs> And I get to aggregate my score down a little bit. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's one of those things where, like, so if if I had, like... Big words like aggregate. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, like, and also, like, a little tempered from Central Waters just got my tickets today. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm thinking about anniversary now. And I'm, like, oh, that's a really fucking... Like, that's a 10. Dude, li- literally, sidebar, so... When the show just started firing up, my friend Jim sent me a message and was, like, yo, like... I got tickets. I had two laptops set up. <laughs> like the rest of us. And I was like, I just witnessed that live. <laughs> two laptops and a cell phone. Yeah, two laptops and a cell phone. And Jim was like, do you want to go? And I'm like, uh, he's like, I'll buy. And I was like, I can't. I'm going to be at the is. It, I can't. And I can never say this word. It's like the city pages of Madison. The, the Isthmus. 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 Yeah. yeah. Here, that seat there. Yeah. That's perfect. Isthmus. Thank you, Jody. Isthmus. There's we're, just we're a gonna be at in that. a weird spot. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be at the that festival during that, and so unfortunately I, I can't make it, but I, next year I'll go, because I've heard so much over the years about this it's, Central it, Waters. It's a brutally release. great festival, and it ends at 8, so you can still make it to the Mexican restaurant and get 
chimichangas and nachos <laughs> and margaritas. <laughs> the most important part of your night. Bro, let's let's drink 13% and then be, you know, and they get margaritas salad, and then let's go drink some fucking tequila. That sounds like a really good idea, Casey. It's never failed me before. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing you Touché. all walk in the door. Touché. Last year it was just me and Rick and the owner's family. <laughs> wow, it was a little. Awkward. That's like every time there's a there's a liquor store called Casanova that has these like beer cave festivals, and it's right by our brewery. And every time they have one, as soon as the festival's over, like you know, forty just way too drunk people descend. You know, onto the brewery. We've done that, but not the yeah. brewery wasn't there at the time. Yeah, I'm aware. I wanted to make a note, and I don't think we've had a chance to talk about this, this on the air, but um, this is just an- another reason why I've, I've added to the list of why I like Casey, and it's because he drunk dialed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've talked about that. Yeah. I, no, I, I think who I mentioned does, it. Who but. does that anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I just he called and I I was I was stepping out of the shower or I don't remember what I was doing I I couldn't was answer after Bourbon Fest yeah yeah <laughs> and he's just like oh I'm in your brewery man like he's just you know I'm like I'm at your brewery man you want to come man you gotta come down here man I'm like you've never been here it's I'm really like, cool how drunk are you <laughs> just like it's my day I'm not fucking nuts yeah. no I was bourbon drunk. Oh. Well, yeah, I should know. It was a bourbon <laughs> festival, not <laughs> not beer. It was bourbon. That was so. That's funny. Jody, you carving your name in the table? No, no. <laughs> Jody's like over there, West Side storying with a, a a knife. I'm just cleaning off these drips. He's cleaning the drips. All right. Well, don't cut yourself, man. Oh, I'm not cutting myself. If I do, I've got band-aids. Didn't you break a glass last time you were here? Yeah. <laughs> now I'll slide I feel like this off. time it's going to hey, be cutting. Man. <clears throat> and now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. News <laughs> with Casey. <laughs> a surfer who refers to himself as shark bait has been hospitalized after Ooh-ha. a shark attack during an early morning surf on the NSW Mid-North Coast. Uh, The man received five deep lacerations to one of his lower legs when he was bitten by a shark at Nambuka Heads after 7 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, Joel Mason, age 36, managed to swim to a nearby break wall where a passerby saw him and contacted emergency services. He was treated uh, at the scene before being flown to John Hunter Hospital in Newcastle, uh, where he's in stable condition. Mr. Mason's father, Rob, uh, said his son has loved surfing since he was young, and it was very disturbing when he found out about the incident. No shit, your son just got bit by a shark. <laughs> Newcastle, England? Uh, no, 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 Australia. Oh. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, this, this was in New South Wales. Over. Yeah. yeah. He didn't, like, lose any limbs, though, did he? No, no, no. He was but able to he, swim. He jokingly <laughs> refers to himself as shark bait all Ooh, the time, huh. and now the sharks took him up on it. Well, his nickname's still good, though. Yeah. And matter of fact, he has like some backing for it. Like it's not just a nickname. It's kind of the truth. Yeah, that's messed up, man. That's like Disco Stew doesn't advertise. Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. I don't know, why would you want to advertise? <laughs> Remember that episode of the Simpsons? Disco Stew doesn't advertise. Disco Stew doesn't advertise. That's because Homer bought a Homer, yeah. He bought a jacket at a garage yeah, sale that disco. was that should have said disco stud, but the the D, the rhinestones for the D like you know, fell off. And Hunter, er, Homer just walks by, and there's Disco Stew, and he, 
Disco Stew doesn't advertise. The funny thing is, it's probably Disco Stews back in the day. And mm-hmm. Disco Stud. The rhinestones. <laughs> right, uh, rhinestones. Now I want a Disco Stud jacket. <laughs> Maybe you just want coming. the rhinestones. I don't know, Carlos. Christmas is on the way, and I, you know that's on my list. <laughs> All right, you can be dazzle. Can anything. make it yourself, yeah. <laughs> you can vajazzle whatever you want. Oh, hey. God. <laughs> uh, a relaxed-looking juvenile Hawaiian monk seal lounges near a sandy white with beach the, on some the... green foliage. Its eyes are half closed, and it has a serene expression on its face. But the seal's calm demeanor is surprising. Why? Well, there's a long black and white eel dangling from its right nostril. Oh, fuck. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, it's just so shocking, Claire uh, Simone, a veterinarian and monk seal expert uh, based in Hawaii, said. Uh, it's an animal that has another animal stuck up its nose. Simone wasn't the only person stunned by the photo of the seal and its unusual facial ornament uh, that was shared <laughs> earlier this week on Facebook. I just don't understand teenagers these days. <laughs> Well, no, and so that's 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 what they that's what they say. So this article goes on to say that it began about two years ago, uh, when Charles Litton, the lead scientist of the Monk Seal program, woke up to a strange email from researchers in the field. Um, the subject line was short: "Eel in nose." And then the the uh, they had a photo attached with the thing. We found we found a seal with an eel stuck in its nose. Do we have a protocol for this? <laughs> <laughs> Help, um, help the get the president on the line. So between, se- <laughs> it took several emails and phone calls before the decision was made to grab the eel and just pull it out of the nose. So they, they, they. So this first one, there was two inches uh, dangling out of the seal's nose. I thought it was four nose. inches out. Uh, I think the the very first one I think was uh, two. Yeah. Maybe two inches of the eel actually sticking out of the nose. So it was very much akin to the magician's trick when they were pulling out the handkerchief and it just keeps coming and coming. Because uh, after less than a minute of tugging, a two and a half foot dead eel emerged from the seal's nostril. No, oh, it didn't survive the, okay. the, the, the exploration. I'm sorry, but how are they getting stuck up there now? Well, and so that's what they can't figure out. Did it start eating it? It's they're, they're, it no, no. So that that's one theory is <laughs> that they started uh, that they ate something and it was in there and they sneezed and it went through the the like the nasal cavity. I think they. But were then they're like, no, something. that doesn't make sense. And they're like, well, maybe they're uh, like because they they hunt by just like shoving their head into coral. It accidentally got stuck up there. And like, well, no, that doesn't make sense because when they dive, their noses clamp down really hard. Because their nostrils do because they uh, because of the pressure they don't want I mean, any that, water going yeah, into there. Yeah, that's showing it clamped right mammals. down. You know, it's just like boop right in. Yeah, but no, their their nostrils are already clamped down when they dive. Hmm. Huh. So the the eel would have to force its way in. And like, well, that's not what happened. And they're like, wait a second, all of these seals that are getting they're having this happen are uh, the equivalent to uh, like human teenagers. And so oh. like maybe it's just like one of those seal things that they're trying. <laughs> <laughs> like Tide Pods. Teenage seals these days. Yeah, exactly. Like Tide Pods. <laughs> yep. Uh, snorting eels is the seal version of a Tide Pod. You tell me what to do. No, you don't tell me what to do, Mom. I'm going to well, snort all the seals. Y- 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 you get out of here. It's eel. a little hard to give yourself eel. a nose ring if you don't have opposable thumbs. You just don't have the tools. But you can put an eel up your nose pretty easily. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, like, everyone is, like, freaking out, like, oh, doesn't that hurt the seal? And uh, they're... Not the, anymore uh, than Simone would. said, "Marine animals are very stoic. Uh, it's amazing the thing, the kinds of things that they can tolerate." 
So apparently, eel snorting doesn't hurt them. They so just, maybe they should like let one of these eels sit up there and just see what how long it sits in there and see what happens. Uh, well, the pro the problem is they're super. Uh, they're they're uh, there's they're endangered. Oh, and so so you can't really do that. Yeah, so you okay. can't just let the seal sit there and die from its own stupidity. <laughs> you kind of, but I kind of want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, turn that down, Jody. Your phone. The, your phone, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, a Lawrence man uh, accused of sexually assaulting a 15-year-old girl unsuccessfully argued that he should not be charged with taking advantage of a child because she was actually 16 under a Kansas law that says life begins at fertilization. Uh, defense attorney Cooper Overstreet argued in a motion that Jordan Ross, age 21, of Topeka, could not be convicted of aggravated indecent liberties with a child because under state's definition of life, the alleged victim would be 16 rather than 15, and the age of consent in Kansas is 16. The judge laughed at him. Yeah. <laughs> but it is it is kind of interesting, like, where... Well, yeah, but I believe age doesn't start until... Birth? Yeah, we aren't in Korea. So. And otherwise, you can start bumping up that uh, 21. Oh, I can be 20 and drink. Well, I mean. Because yeah, in Korea, half the kids 20 in a couple couldn't months. drink in Japan because they didn't take their Korean age, which Korean age starts when you're in the yeah. womb. Yeah. What? So they're one year older, just like you're saying, and that that's an actual thing. That is, is so it, dumb. Well, is it Reddit? Or do they just count it as like, uh, you are you born and you're automatically just one then? And that's when you count it. Yes, that's when you count it, yeah. 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 It's not just like, at conception, it's not count as your birthday. No, no. Yeah. yeah, when you are born, you are one years yeah. old. Huh. That's fucked yeah. up. It's weird. But that doesn't. that's not how the gestation works. Yeah, when I was in when I, I was wonder in if Japan, it has it anything like, to do with uh, their... I am so-and-so, and I'm this age, and my Korean age is this age. I wonder when uh, when they developed yep. uh, the thing. number zero. Do Koreans not know how long a year is? It starts at one instead of zero. That's just what it is. They would be shit programmers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Rhode Island's uh, Cranston School District hire a collection agency to recover unpaid student lunch balances. <laughs> In a letter to parents, Raymond Vado Jr., uh, Chief, <laughs> Chief Operating Officer of Cranston Public Schools said the district has previously tried to collect outstanding lunch bills without much success. In an effort to reduce our unpaid balance, the district has retained the services of a collection agency. The company is Transworld Systems, and they will begin their collection efforts effective January 2nd, 2019. Vado said between September 1st, 2016 and June 30th, 2018, the school district wrote off $95,508 in unpaid school lunches. What are they serving their prime rib? <sighs> I don't like. <laughs> he said the uh, unpaid balance for the current academic year is $45,000 of unpaid lunches just for this school year so, so far. why i mean like who, are are, they why are they giving Arby's? lunches to people because they're required by law to pink oh i see okay. yeah well that's fine um the district lunch program cannot continue to lose revenue <coughs> vado said uh, lunch at a public elementary school in cranston costs two dollars and fifty cents per day for middle school and high school students it's 325 a day vado said parents who owe twenty dollars or more uh, and who haven't paid off the balance within 60 days will receive a letter from the collection agency starting next year Hmm. A letter is not going to do anything. Well, no, but it's a collection agency, yeah. so yeah. it's going to start. Go on your yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it'll start. Uh, they'll start calling you and using those spoofing software. And the balance and will just keep increasing because it'll be the. Uh, the kid still needs to eat lunch. 
Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm curious to see, I, I'm honestly curious at how many of these are people like who ride that line where they should be getting like the reduced or the free school lunches, but like don't for whatever reason. And yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. It's not. I get. There's all these stories about like uh people like when like uh oh yeah I they didn't have the money in the account so they took the garb take the the tray of cafeteria food put it in the garbage and they gave them a sandwich. Yep. Oh yeah. Which no, is pretty fucked up. It's very fucked up. It's yeah. Like the school lunch thing. It's like, I don't know. It should be just maybe included in the education budget. Yeah, really should. Everybody should be able to eat for free. You shouldn't have to worry about Especially with owing, how shitty the food is. Yeah, and you shouldn't to have with. to worry about owing a balance or being shamed by... Yeah. Nobody, there's, sh- nobody should be shamed by food. There's a lot of stories of uh, people who, like, uh, poor fa- from poor families who, like, uh, the only food they'll get for that day is the uh, school lunch. School lunch, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, that brings us to the end of the news and on to our discussion topic. The discussion topic today is very, very serious. Uh, I take this shit seriously. This, this is incredibly serious. That. This one is... So, we have been informed by our alien overlords that they're going to wipe <coughs> every Nick Cage movie from existence because oh, they think we're too happy. No. Oh, the men in black but is so they're, cruel. But they're, but, they're, but they're letting us save one. Just one Nick Cage movie. Which one would you would you want to save? I'm looking at his list. Right, he's got a lot of fucking good movies. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, the problem. Dude, he's been in like 97 movies, dude. It's it's a rough choice, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, Carlos, we're gonna start with you because I feel like uh, between you and Brian, you guys may have uh, the most cage knowledge Stop at the it. table. All right. So <laughs> now that we're done with the distractions, hopefully, uh, my oh, I would have to say that. Uh, if potentially, if only they didn't like stop production, if they had made the Nicolas Cage Superman movie, that would be on my list just because of they the non called kick ass and he's big daddy. No, <laughs> that's not at all like uh, the the bizarre mullet Superman that was going to oh, be come made. Come on, Sources of Parentheses, Balthazar in there too. No, it's not Superman though, it's not what could have been Ghost Rider. You should just shut up He's now. In a bunch this of is my turn, man. It's my turn, not yours, you <laughs> asshole. Bunch of superhero movies. You shut your mouth. I mean, he, he has a point. He has been a lot of superheroes. Yeah, but it wasn't the Superman. Like, who is by his way, the way his favorite superhero? Yeah, but he would be a terrible. Superman. He, it would be. Ter- it would be a bad movie. <laughs> but it would be the one I want to save. But besides from that, though, I'm going to choose like the first Nicolas Cage movie I saw and really liked, which is going to be The Rock. Dude, that Wait, that bad, was the first Nick movie, Cage though. movie you ever saw? Yeah, I, I don't know. It was either that or it was uh, Gone 60 Seconds, but which is a rough, which I kind of want to go with that one, but I think I, I enjoy that movie. I don't know if Gone 60 Seconds is actually good. That but is a really rock. good question, because <laughs> I, I, really I, I, I watched it last week in the hotel. Watched that and The Rock. Like um, I, I love. I don't know Gone if it's a good seconds. movie. <laughs> I just, yeah, but I, I think God he was in The Rock. But I think I could say I think The Rock's a good movie. It's got a lot of good people, like do some great acting besides Nicolas Cage, who is always a joy. Sean Connery's a lot of fun in that. It's got uh, some a lot of those people. Like, hey, I know that guy. Oh, man. It's a lot of fun though. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, but Gone in sixty seconds, man. It was like, a rough choice. That has a star-studded so, cast. Wait, it's pretty great. So what was your? I'm going to go with uh, The Rock. All right, that's a good one. I mean, like, it is good, and like, uh, man, that, 
Yeah, I think that might be a good choice. That's. But is it classic cage though? Yeah, like he he does he doesn't really cage out at all. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the rough so part far, about it. Like, like almost all the movies that I like of his, they're all about six 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 seven. So I can't even go by what they're they're rated. On. It, was, it, was, it was a uh, it was a rough balance though to strike between like because he doesn't quite cage out, but like. He does. He turns in a great performance, and it's an all-around great performance from everybody. So it's a good movie, and he does a good job in it. So I don't think I want to lose that one. Of all of them, I think I had missed that one the most. Especially because of the weird when he kills somebody when he throws in like one of those like poisonous grape things in the guy's mouth and shoves it. That was great. I love That's that. nerve gas. It's not a grape. It looks like a grape. Though. <laughs> no, no. I know it's nerve gas, but it looks like a fucking grape. It's a, great. A what giant, kind of grapes? A giant, grape. a giant green fluorescent grape. Yeah, it looks like a giant grape. It's great. <laughs> what What was the nerve gas too? What Super was? deadly nerve gas. I, I, I don't remember what what uh, it was. Uh, they VX, made it. VX. It was yeah, VX. yeah the VX gas. Yeah. All right, Brian. Mm. The most important question you'll probably ever answer in your life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. There are a lot of Nick Cage movies where, like The Rock, or Face Off, Gone in sixty seconds, or Face Off, that there are a veritable cornucopia of stars, you know. And 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 honestly, this I am going to knee jerk on this because I'm looking at a. I mean, the, how many uh, the, how I many are on my screen? Right? Yeah, now, looking Matt, at it, like, it looked until about 2004. He was a really, really, really good actor, and then after 2004, <laughs> it's like, all right, you might have had a good one, you might have had a bad one. Right. Yeah. So, I'm gonna knee jerk on this one and do Con Air. I I was I was on the fence. <laughs> you love that long and, hair, don't you? It, it, but it, it's so classic. Right. I was on right. the fence and it's almost went with Face Off because he totally cages out. And is also, but is also like normal cage and face off. <laughs> what I like about face off though is you got you got uh, both John Travolta and Nick Cage in there, and they have to act like each other. Yeah, right like you you bit. have you have Cage caging out while being Travolta. Travolta. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Connor, Connor is so much fun though. It's a, that's a solid movie. Connor. Is I really had to get into his head. <laughs> <laughs> John Malkovich is also in there, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. In Face uh, Off? No, in uh, Con Air. Con Air? Yeah, oh, dude, that, exactly. There's, I mean, there's just like a cavalcade of, of... I'm just reading through Cage movies and being like, yeah, I, I remember all these. They're so good. Yeah, he's got really good ones up about... There's like two that are really good after 2004. Yeah, and this is almost... I mean, not that this matters to me all that much, but at 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb... For Con Air? Yeah, Con Air. Wait, after 2004? You got Nicolas Cage, John Malkovich, Steve Buscemi, John Cusack, uh, Monica Potter, if you know who that is. Ving fucking Rames is in this movie. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like, It's a lot, It's a great cast. Yeah, yeah, after 2004, The Weatherman was really good. Uh, uh, yeah. You you forgot about The Wicker Man. Yeah, Bro, uh Danny Trejo. It's I love the original Wicker Man. I can't. Dave no, Chappelle no. is in. You forgot about Lord of War. Dave Chappelle is that, in Con mine. Air. That's yours. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you know, I still <laughs> I have. Really like Lord of War, I have a soft spot for Ghost. You Rider. brought Kick Ass. Wind Talkers. Yeah, Wind Talkers. Kick Ass is like a tiniest right. little cameo ever. I don't count that. He's one. he's very caged National in Wind Treasury. Talkers. Wait, what do you mean in the little cameo in Win in Kick Ass? I mean, it's a part, but it's not, it's not like a Nick Cage movie. Well, That's, you mean he's not the main character? No, he's not part. the main character in Kick Ass. Kick Ass tur turns out is the main character. In I Kick forgot Ass. that he hit, he did that Jesus movie. Uh, oh, uh, left, left behind. behind. Jesus. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Um, and that stupid one next where you can see like eight seconds in the future because you can change so much in eight seconds. That was uh, based on a short story from uh, who's the guy who did uh, uh, Blade Runner who wrote the story? Ridley Scott. Isaac Asimov? No. 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 No, It wasn't. Uh, Yeah, that guy. The guy who did Uh, the Man in the High Castle. I can't believe Isaac Asimov. No, no, no. that's oh, not oh, Isaac Asimov. I'm sorry, not Asimov. Uh, Philip K. Uh, Dick. Phil K. Dick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that was based on a short story of his, which was completely different from, but is way way better this way with Nicolas Cage than it was in the short story. All right, I'm going to say my movie. Uh, well, are we forgetting that uh, Nick Cage only has a career because he's related to the Coppolas? But he no, no, but he, yeah, he, he changed his name. He tried yeah, I know that, but himself. the only reason is his uncle, who a gigantic movie star, is like my, my nephew Francis needs some work, Ford you know. Coppola. So let's let's try it out. Oh, so, yeah, uh, he was in a bunch of movies until about 1990 when he chose a different path, and that was doing whatever the fuck. That was buying castles, choosing a different and path. And I'm gonna choose uh, David Lynch's Wild at Heart. That's what I'm gonna choose. 1990s when that came out. Fuck, you got Willem Dafoe and Laura Dern in there. Willem and Dafoe it's is fucking shit. There's insane a, and all crazy. That is the first, like, see, way out of left field Nick Cage There's movie. an earlier Nicolas Cage movie. I never saw it that I really want to see. It's one where he gets bitten and he thinks he's a vampire the whole movie. He's not a vampire. Vampire's he's a kiss? crazy person. Is that Vampire's I Kiss? I think that's Vampire's Kiss. Oh, yeah, that's 88, yep. Like, I want to see that one, but I have not seen that well, one. Well, yeah, and he also, but, like, the reason I say that is because, obviously, Francis Ford had a say in getting into Peggy Sue Got Married and Moonstruck and Raising Arizona. Like, there there was some little... Wasn't Raising Arizona, though, the Coen only Brothers? one that he, like, well, what did he, he won some award in Raising... It was either that or Moonstruck. I, Moonstruck was the one with Cher. I think he did win it in uh, for uh, Raising Arizona, and I think that was the last time he ever won anything. Yeah, and then P, it, it's funny, what was he, adaptations he was in, and like... That one, yeah, that was a big Everyone one. else but him won... <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, what Oscars, I think, is what we're... Talking about, right? Yeah, I don't think he's ever going to win anything ever again, except he's probably going to get a lifetime achievement. Yeah. For sure. I better, you know. Lifetime achievement for picking crazy-ass movies like that new one. He's just fun. Like, he's the, like, sometimes, like, if he's in a movie, he's the only enjoyable part. There are a few. And he knows that. Although, uh, what was that? uh, Was it Mandy? That's the one that came out this year? Yeah, that thing's fucked up. He was originally going to be, like, they wanted him to be the bad guy, but he would only sign on if he got to be the good guy in it. And he was still the bad guy, basically. Just beating the shit and killing people. All right, Jody? Uh, Lord of War. Why? Uh, because God, of the cast of characters. Up. Ethan Hawke, Jared Leto. You guys remember the movie? Oh, Jared, yeah, yeah. Jared yeah. Leto's his brother. That was probably oh, one of definitely. the best Jared Leto movies out there. I think it might be the only good Jared Leto movie. Like <laughs> <laughs> what? Prince of Persia? Don't you like Willem Dafoe? Just Willem Dafoe? Yeah. <laughs> I never saw Prince uh, Persia. Jared Leto, the crazy coked out brother. Wait, was uh, was it Jared Leto who was in uh, Nightcrawler? No, that was yes. a, the the one where he's the the. the uh, no, that's Jake Gyllenhaal. That's Jake oh, Gyllenhaal. I I mix those two up. They're the same person. The same person. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, Carlos, uh, he did play Superman in Teen Titans Go. Yeah, I, the I movie. heard Teen Titans Go. But it's not the same. He, it wasn't the Superman movie that was going to be a train oh, wreck. Remember 8mm? Yeah, that's a good one. And <laughs> yeah. Snake Eyes. That and too. City God, of Angels. So many good He was in movies. City of Angels? Yeah. All right. I think... Oh, he, oh yeah, he was just a nominee. There. I think uh, I'm, I'm a little torn on my Cage movie because National Treasure introduced Nick Cage to a completely new generation. That's, that's true. true. That's a good point. My and mom's generation. 
Well, it's it, like to that and <laughs> oh, to like the little kids and like reward. basically like made Nick Cage like a family name. But right before that, he did Matchstick Men, which I found like was a fun movie where like he plays a con man with a tick. Nothing else, though. And it's just like it's, he's just playing Nick Cage in the movie. <laughs> like, I, never, I never saw Matchstick Men. Matchstick Man was really good. I really enjoyed that one. It was a good movie. Yeah, Sam Rockwell in there, too. Yep. I keep mixing that one up with, like, the one with, like, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio as like, a te- as, like, a teenager or something, where, who like, he also does, like, weird things. What's he like, eating Gilbert Grape? No. Where he's like... <laughs> or maybe it's, maybe somebody else... Another different oh, are you there. thinking of, uh, uh, can you catch or catch me? Yeah. Catch me if you catch can. Catch me if you can. Yeah. Where yeah. he plays... Uh, Personally, he never won a Razzie, but he's been a, nominated a million that times. That was a Tom Hanks He doesn't movie. deserve a Razzie. No, He's like, too good. He's not, the, he's not the one that should be getting a Razzie's. Yeah. But I think oh, not man, made yet. Like if if I had like man, sticking with one one Nick Cage movie. He did win one Oscar. It's it's a straight toss up between National Treasure and Gone in Sixty Seconds. Yeah. Like I love both of those so much. Who's his brother in Gone in Sixty Seconds? The one do you, you think? Uh, um, do you think there'd still be an Uncharted ga- Uncharted games without uh without the uh, National Treasure? Yeah, because yeah. I think that's more, uh, 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 oh, Giovanni Rubisi. Giovanni Rubisi, yeah. Yep. I like him. He's, um, he's the fuck up brother. Yeah, I know. That's that's more like Indiana Jones, I think. Right. And like uh, 1920s pulp. Potty time. I know. I just always feel like there's like a little bit of like national treasure in there. Oh, there it just, definitely Just with is. the like, the, kind of like the, the campness of like the main character. He, he like, national treasure, like, it, it tried so hard. To create the next Indiana Jones. The first one was really and good. And the second one just flopped so miserably. Well, I still watched it and enjoyed it because it was, like it was part North by Northwest when they go up on like Mount Rushmore yeah. and everything. But man, Gone 60 Seconds is so great. There's so much fun stuff that happens. Well, so- you just went through a wall. Are you sure you're okay? Like, I mean, just the, <laughs> oh man, like Timothy Oliphant's in it, yeah, Nick Cage, yeah. Giovanni Ribisi, Angelina Jolie. Like Christopher Eccleston, like just fucking everybody is in this. Robert Duvall. But might not be a good film, but it's a fun film. It's a fun film. But that's you I would can literally say, I have, say that for any Nick the thing Cage. Is, movie. I think I have more fun with that Wait, than any. I was, I was talking about this cat, the subject with uh, Julia and her boyfriend, Julia and her boyfriend at the bar this morning, actually. But Nick, Nick Cage, because she hates him, and we were talking about, oh my god, he's got this movie. But how can you hate Nick Cage? He's unhateable. I mean, he's got a, a bunch of bad movies, but like I, but he's chose, the best part in every single one of those bad movies. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the part you talk about. In those like bad I may movies. have chosen The Rock as my film to keep, but like Gone Six Seconds, I think is the Nicolas Cage film I have had the most fun with, and the one I can watch is, the, right over and over again. Oh yeah, because I mean, like you got car chases, you got uh, semi witty banter, you got how Nicolas Cage is supposed to be really cool, and it's still Nicolas and he's Cage. Not. He like they go out and like the song to get pumped up is Lowrider. Like that's his pump up song. Which is pretty great. <laughs> and he has to wear his leather jacket. And when they start playing Lowrider, he starts doing the little thing with his fingers. Let's do this. Let's do this. And he's just it's not it's let's go. Like and he does that like it. Oh man, so much it's, fun. 
That one's so like, yeah. I, if I had to choose between National Treasure and Gone Sixty Seconds, I'd choose Gone Sixty Seconds. Yeah, I think it has to be Gone Sixty Seconds. All right. Yeah. No, someone, a woman, I don't remember who it was. Someone told me the other day. They're like, "Oh, you don't see Nicolas Cage, you know, that much anymore." And I was like, "You're not paying attention because he's in like eight, not eight, like six movies." Yeah. He was in two one one. Teen Titans Go, Between Worlds, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, he's a Spider Man. Looking that Glass, Norm. Mandy, and that's in 2018. He's also got eight upcoming films. And he has eight, yeah, eight yeah, upcoming eight either projects. in post production, filming, or pre production. 2020, The Crudes, Siberia, Running with the Devil. That he's got one, two. He must three, really. He both six of them that are in production and two in development. Like he both yeah, really likes acting, but he also really needs the money. <laughs> he really needs to pay off those castles. <laughs> yeah, he has a mausoleum. In Florida, also. <laughs> well, he owned a bunch of property and shit in Florida, awesome. but never paid any taxes, no. so it all got yanked. Nobody likes. But they let Willem him keep Defoe the mausoleum. <laughs> he's got a. Yeah, he's not great with money. No, he's like he spends money the way we would at fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> Ferraris like and Bugattis. Wait, what was that one money. with Michael Imperioli? Imperioli was it this one? Yeah, Michael Imperioli, like uh, the guy who uh, acted and wrote a bunch of the Sopranos. I do have to say the world would be a lot sadder if like the it was left with only one Nicolas Cage film. True. It would, and none of us could agree on which one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll see grammar. What? He's Detective Jones. Look at him. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He's Detective right. Jones, obviously. Play that wrap-up music. <laughs> We've done too much Cage. We gotta go. But please let us know your favorite Nick Cage movie. Yes, please do let us know what your favorite Nick Cage movie is. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindestudios.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash or follow us on Twitter at blindestudios.ninja. We're also on Instagram at blindestudios. Uh, and watch us live every Sunday at 6 p.m. at twitch.tv slash And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye.